What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Blasted Business Podcast. We're back. Uh, We took a break. We've all been busy with our own entrepreneurial uh, tasks and businesses at hand. Um, Emily's been pushing away at Pixel and Hammer. Brandon's been busy with uh, opening a brand new brewery location and everything else going on with Molly Pitcher and um, events at Meadowbrook. I've been uber busy with fucking weddings and everything else at Sparks Entertainment. We're growing fast. Everybody's growing fast. Everybody's doing great. Um, and today we're we're starting off. With, it's probably going to be. Um, might be a little series, a little series at season two. We're going to unofficially call this season two of the Blessed Business Podcast. And um, today we're going to talk about uh, how to start a business and uh, where we're going to go because uh, breaking news. Here we go. Do we have a sound? We don't have a sound effect. What's this? this you can add a sound effect later. It's a breaking news sound effect. Breaking news. Um so it, it only made sense that after doing this podcast and drinking together and working together and just uh, being in each other's lives for um, as long as we have been, that, that some of us, a uh, couple of us, are, are going into business together. Um, and uh, we are um, slowly but surely working on this 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 business plan and what we're doing together. Um, but... Uh, I mean, can I say it? Is that okay? Yeah, go for Yeah, so, so Brandon and I, first of all, <clears throat> uh, my name is Levi, obviously. I'm your host uh, for this episode, as always. And uh, we're joined by the lovely Emily Bear. Say Hello. And uh, Brandon in here as well. Hello. And so the news is, um, for those listening, may or may not know, um, the world doesn't really know except for the, um, hold on, let me figure out the number for the 1,734 people that have already told, um, <laughs> Brandon and I, uh, we're going into business. We talked to, we talked to the man, we talked to Ben and, uh, we, we kind of have, um, basically approval to get it rolling. And Brandon and I are going in business together. We're going to open up, uh, our very own, uh, wedding venue. Um, so Brandon is going to be more on the business side and I'm going to be, more on the wedding uh, venue side of things, and we're gonna we're gonna open that up. We're gonna get it built, and we're gonna we're gonna take over, man. Listen, here's um here's what uh, we figured out. Um, man, we're the only ones doing it. We're the only ones. Well, and you mean as far as wedding venues in this area? Um, no, I mean I, there's there's other wedding venues in this area, um, but as far as like um, who and how we're doing it. Uh, with I mean there's there's no other as far as I know in the research that I've done there's no other entertainment or wedding DJs um, that have their own venue okay for right. one um, and there's um, so the big boys up in Harrisburg um, he's probably got like a team of like 20 or 30 people he doesn't have a venue uh, and it's just just and I. It's just two of us. Plus you is three, and a couple other people is. is it's a very um, it's a very small acquisition. It's a very small team, and um, we're doing it. And I feel like this is going to be, this is going to be a one of a kind. 
It's not going to be something anybody else is doing. Um, as far as like, you know, uh, when a wedding venue in, uh, the, the area or the state or wherever, you know, you are, um, you know, they don't open with in-house DJs or photography or in-house video guys or in-house photo booths well, the, or the goal will be the whole package, you know what right I mean? There. And that's yeah. what we're doing. And, um, it's going to be the whole package. Um, not only that, but we have our lovely friends at, um, Meadowbrook with the the sunflowers and the and the potential bridges that we're building and the the scenery. Yeah, so well. so maybe we should start with talking about the background of why we're building. Yeah, a wedding venue and kind of the scene of of what's yeah, going and, on and talk about how Levi weaselled his way into the family <laughs> to get that to happen. Sure. So why don't um why don't why don't you just kind of start with the. So, for those that don't know, I am vice president out at a company called Meadowbrook Gourds. It's just outside of Carlisle, Pennsylvania. We grow and handcraft hard shell gourds into home decor. Um, and we do that with, you know, we sell most of our stuff wholesale to other retail shops. But we also have a store on site and have been working over the last three or four years to really build up our events out on the farm. Um, and one of those things that we do as a big event in the fall season is a sunflower festival. Yep. Um, this year we had 75 acres of sunflowers that were scheduled to come in at various times throughout the fall season. 75. It might be more next year. Um, but we have, and we have a little over 200 acres on our farm and in the center of the farm is a hill, um, that overlooks the whole valley for the most. I mean, it's one of the best views in the valley hmm. where my parents' house is on top of that hill on one end of it. And on the other end, we're looking at, at building a wedding venue there. Um, so the idea is to capitalize on number one, having a wedding at the time of year where you are surrounded by sunflowers. I mean, that's just going to be a super cool aesthetic Right uh, there for anybody for pictures and everything. Research shows that nobody else, there's nothing there's nothing else. There's no there's there's a, sure there's other sunflower fields that you can go. I think there's one closest to us is in Maryland. Uh, a they don't let you cut them down. Uh, it's just for looks. And B there's no there's no other ven- wedding venue that does. Well, this. the cool thing about Meadowbrook too and what they're doing is they have all the sunflowers, but they're free, so people can come out and pick them, and it's become like this huge attraction, like. Every friend that I have on Instagram or Facebook yeah, if has you, come there and, t- and taken pictures and got sunflowers. So this, our sunflowers are free all season that they're in. We let people come out anytime they want to come pick them. And yes, as soon as we open up our fields, everybody's Facebook pages in this area and whatever, Instagram is just full of people in our fields taking sunflowers or taking pictures in the sunflowers, picking sunflowers, all those. And people travel to come to this area to get those sunflowers because it's so beautiful. Do you think that, um, do you think, uh, do you think we'd be able to, um, chunk off a field of those? Like, like, you know, five or 10 acres of those to like fully dedicate to the venue? Like, don't cut these down. These are for our venue kind of thing. We can do whatever we want. Oh, we can do whatever we want. That's right. Okay. So, <laughs> there's I mean. Nobody, there's nobody that's going to tell us we can't, right? Okay. So, so, um, so, what's the rest of the story about the venue? So, the the other part besides the sunflowers is 
is the top of the hill and just the view and everything on the top of the hill. I Sunset. mean, you're in you're in backwoods, Pennsylvania yes. at that point. You know, so you're surrounded by farmhouses and woods and, and fields and all that. So there's a lot of natural natural appeal to it. We're right on the edge of the mountains. Mm. So it's just aesthetically it's amazing on the whole farm and i think that's part of the reason that people come up to pick the sunflowers and stuff and come back year after year it's because it's just so nice to be there um so we we have those two things going for us and we're just trying to build on on what we already have i guess from the from the farm's perspective right yeah um yeah, so I mean basically um basically this has been this has been a dream of mine ever since um Sparks Entertainment entered the wedding industry. Um and we've been we've been doing it for 5 or 6 years now and um and, and Justin can contest to this. Um and he we always talk about, you know, let, let's let's do this. Let's do the the one-stop shop. Let's do let's go let's if we're going to do this, if we're going to be in this industry, let's not be every other, you know, oh, we're the weekend DJ, we do fire halls and this is our wedding thing that we do. No, we're we want to go big. So we we started with DJing. We start we knew how to use cameras. We we're like, let's just incorporate this shit. Let's do video. Let's now we're adding on photography. You know what? It only costs us let's buy a, a photo booth, which we don't have yet, but we're probably gonna get next year. And the the goal and the end dream, the end the the monumental finish line has always been do we just need a venue? Let's get a venue. People will come. We'll have everything they need as soon as they get there. That way brides don't have to set up meetings with uh, you know, oh, the DJ and the photo guy and we got to schedule this and we got to write this deposit check and do this for this guy and write this for this guy. They're going to come to us. They're going to have their venue, their dates booked because it's at the venue. It's the first thing people do when they get to their wedding uh, planning is, is booking the venue because they have the date and then they worry about everything else. But what if they didn't have to worry about everything else? And that was the, always the end goal. And um, so we were, we were, we were lucky enough uh, and I've probably pitched this to Brandon and Emily 1,700 times over the last year and a half, just in, in casual conversations. I think you pitched it. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, pitched so, it to Ben on the golf right. course, so, which is where this really all got more serious. Right. So um, shout out to Canine Rescue of Central Pennsylvania and my mom. Biggest fan is my mom. Shout out, mom. Um, and so... We're on this charity golf event. Um, we're on the golf course. We're hitting 18 holes. And I'm thinking I'm going to go out there with, like, Tim and Brandon and me and maybe one other person. And Emily says to me, hey, uh, Tim's not interested. Brandon's not going. Um, but I got you a team from Meadowbrook. Uh, it's going to be Ben, Kenny, and um, who else was out there? Joe. 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 Freaking Joe. Joe so. Love Joe. Um, so it was me, Ben, Joe and Kenny. Uh, ben, I kind of knew in passing and have heard of him. And, you know, it's Brandon's dad and he owns Meadowbrook and all these things. Um, but I never actually spent, like, quality one on time with the man. Um, but um, so we're out there. We're in the golf carts. We're driving around. And your dad is those that kind of guy who he wants to know who you are and what you're about. 
Because the whole time we're out there, we're driving from hole to hole. Now, when we were at the holes, by God, believe me, you, he was like full on golf mode. He's very competitive. Levi, how are you going to hit this ball? How are you going to progress our team? But as soon as we were done and in the carts, he was like, what are you about, man? What do you do? What's your thing? What do you do? And I explained to him, like, man, I'm an entertainer, like whether it was karate or dancing or magic and now DJing and we're doing this thing. I'm like, I just, I just entertain. It's in my blood. He was like, what do you, what do you want? He's like, what do you see? And I'm like, man, like I'm in this wedding industry. Uh, I was like, this is the goal. I was like, we want a venue. And at the time I wasn't thinking this is like me. We're drinking. We've been drinking since 10 a.m. So it was much like this podcast. Like I was just like, man, I don't know. I want a venue. And so just talking to him, like talking about this venue, my ideas and the plans and everything we had. And that was kind of it. I didn't expect much from it. Um, and then we, you know, we finished the day. We had a good time. Kenny, Joe, everybody was great. Um, and then I believe a, a couple of days later, or a week or so later, we had been in on uh, the Agency Hour podcast. And we're talking about Meadowbrook and him as a businessman and how he grew up and how he got started and his crafting, his artistic abilities. And we finished on the sunflowers because it's the big thing it's huge you know almost 100 acres of sunflowers it's 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 popping and so i ended the podcast on a note and basically said um why don't you do the same thing next year but we do 60 acres and we use the other 15 to build a wedding venue. Thank you very much. Have a good day. This is the end of the episode. <laughs> and everybody laughed and they thought it was funny and it was great and everything. And Emily and Shannon and everybody else, they kind of went off and Ben and I just kind of sat here and I was like, man, listen, this is like, this is it. This is the vision. This is the goal. Like I, I want to make this happen. And his initial response was, you know, it's a family thing. If I let you on the property and you leave and I don't like the next guy, then I got to shoot him, you know, then it's a whole ordeal. And I was like, you know, I get that. And, um, and then he starts talking about how like, uh, he's like, but, but then he comes, something clicked, I think something clicked with Ben. And he says, he says, but what would you he said, but what would you do? And so we just sat here for another 30, 35 minutes, and I just kind of broke it down, like elevator pitch, 35-minute business plan. And then I didn't think much of it. And then Molly Pitcher opened, second location, new spot. It's family night. Um, and, of course, I got in. Uh, <laughs> which means he came to work and was like, I'm getting, I'm getting invited, right? I'm getting a spot. So I had to, uh, and I basically, cause I'm like, Shannon, uh, you got an extra ticket. And she's like, no. And I'm like, Emily, you got an extra ticket. She's like, I got to talk to Brandon. <clears throat> so needless to say, I got in and Emily's like, you're going to be a bear. You'll be at the table. That's fine. Blah, blah. And, um, so I'm sitting there next to Ben, ordering food, delicious. If you haven't been to the new Molly Pitcher spot, get there immediately. Uh, new beers on tap always, and uh, the food is just f- phenomenal. Um, we're sitting there ordering, we got our food, and we're just kind of all sitting there drinking and talking. And when I'm sitting there drinking and talking, uh, that's when everything comes up. 
that's when that's when Levi has his his grand ideas. I'm like, you know what? Let's um let's test these waters real quick. So Connie's sitting there, and um and Mama Bear's sitting there, and Ben's sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like Connie, you know, uh, you're married, right? And he, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, how? What would you do if you, the wedding venue you went to had everything you needed, and uh, you didn't have to talk to like the the DJs, the photographers, the video guys, or any of those people? She's like, that'd be fucking great. What What do you mean? So then I saw the look in Ben's eyes, and I knew I knew right away because it's what Brandon told me, and it's what Emily told me, and it's what everybody's telling me is that the obstacle in this entire situation is Mama Bear. And so we knew we needed to win her over. And I said, did you hear what I said to Connie? And she was like, yeah. I was like, do you like it? And she said, yeah. I said, do you want to be involved? She said, yeah. I said, do you want to be my day of coordinator? She said, that'd be great. Being sarcastic, uh, I don't know if she wants to actually be, and she can be if she wants to be. Um, but I think in the in the real uh, line of things, she just wants her driveway paved. Yeah, that's, I think that yeah. was that was the cost of Mom <laughs> Bear's vote. Right. So, <laughs> so Mom Bear just wants driveway. She just wants driveway. Uh, so and then um, Ben was Ben was into the conversation at the time, and he was like, he was like, you guys really think this would be a it'd be a good idea, huh? And I had you know Nathan was there and um, everybody else, Connie and everybody. And, um, so I basically had the entire bear compound on board at that night. And then, um, what, a couple weeks, maybe a month or two later, um, Brandon says, Hey, uh, talk to dad. He's kind of real serious about this whole thing. Um, we're probably going to do it. And then like, I'd, you know, I mean, everybody knows me. Um, I'm not an emotional guy. I kind of, you know, wear the heart on the sleeve. But at the same time, it's like, you know, oh, cool. You know, that's great. That's awesome. Let's uh, let's do it. But it, internally, I was like losing my fucking mind. Um, and uh, and so that just can, you know, rolled into a snowball of, of where we're at today. Um we have some obstacles with the property. We do. Some unique obstacles. Some unique ones. Um, the first one being, so we're, we're located on a hill and, and the farm and the, uh, you know, where we make all of our gourds and everything. We are in backwoods, Pennsylvania. I mean, not terribly out of the way. We're 45 minutes from Harrisburg. We're 15 minutes outside of Carlisle. But where we are at, we are right along the Conodaguana Creek. Creek. <laughs> Try that again. The Conodaguana Creek. There you go. And the road that we're on runs right alongside the creek. Oh. So on both ends of our road, when it rains hard and the creek goes up, we flood. Yep. So we have an access issue that we can't have with having a wedding venue. Twice this year, right? No. It's- Oh, more than that. We have had to close the store nine times this year. This, if, if it, tomorrow, because right now it's flooded. I just got a text. Great. If, if we have to close tomorrow, that will be actually no. Never mind. That'll be number eleven, I think. Now. So, and this is an abnormal year, right? We've had an abnormal sure, amount for sure. of rain. Yeah, yeah. But you it's, add all those up, where you're you're talking serious issues, especially you, with a wedding. You know, it's, I think, I feel like it's a, 
it's God's end or fate that it, it kind of happened this year when we're yeah. deciding on this business plan because if it didn't, it wouldn't be a thought. And we've then, had years where we have no floods. Right. We've had years where we've had yeah. one or two, but this year it's just been right consistent right. twice a month, you know, like for the last four months. So we're going to try to buy chunk of property from the other guy. We're going to try to buy property off of the, um, it's wooded property off the end of our, of that connects to our property to build a road out to Frytown road, which is the road that's like parallel to potato road, which is the one we're on. Um, so that we can build our own access road from that up directly to where we want the wedding venue to be. And then from there straight down to where our retail store is and everything. So that, that does two things. It gives us, um, access to a wedding venue, regardless of how much it rains. And it lets us keep our retail store open for events and stuff, regardless of whether it rains or not. Right. So, I mean, that's, um, that's kind of it. I mean, that's the, that's the backstory. Um, and that's our, our number one obstacle right now. Um, obviously there's going to be a couple, couple more hurdles that we've discussed, um, to happen in the future. Um, but, but after that, um, we're, we're up and building. Um, there's no, um, obviously we have to work out, uh, financials and, um, percentages and all those other things and, and the process and the the ownership and everything else that's going to happen, um, with a business. So, uh, from, from your experience, Brandon, where, where does this start? And it not only, and for being honest, not only from, uh, for podcasts and content perspective, but, um, just for, for my own personal, because, uh, let's be honest, the business I own started, um, just off a whim. And then as far as like legalities go, it started like uh, three or four years ago with um, just well, a, a I transaction. Mean, you started a service business with minimal assets. Yeah, what right? I mean is, Wait, you didn't start with building a half a million or a million dollar building to start right. your business. So it's a completely different yeah. structure. So okay, right. so so the direction it goes from here is number one, we have to figure out if we can buy the land that we need and make an access road, or if we can't buy it, if we can establish a right of way that we potentially pay some kind of rent for or whatever, you know, our preference is to buy an outright and then establish our own road system through there. Right. Um, and then there's a challenge in there with, we want to establish a road system. We don't want to establish a road system that gets taken over by the government and made into a real road. Right. That's, that's a whole other issue. Oh, right. So that's a possibility. Well, or how did, what does that mean? Exactly. I mean, the government can seize things through eminent domain that becomes a public necessity. If we have the only access to that road when it's flooded, that's a legitimate road, we have the potential, I think, I don't know this for sure, of them seizing our road to make it a public road. Okay. Right? So all these roads throughout the, all the valleys and stuff, these all used to be private property. Sure. That you had, you know, farm roads and stuff through. Well, yep. the government eventually at some point seized them and turned them into real roads. Okay. Like that's <laughs> that's how a lot of the roads in the country ended up existing. Right. right. Um, we don't want that to happen in the middle of our farm, going like directly down the center of our farm. So we have to figure out how we protect ourselves from that. And what would be the negative impact of that happening? Just 
local traffic I or mean, Google they, Maps or whatever? Like, I don't. Well, control over how it's maintained and everything and what, like, we want, like, I told you previously, and we haven't mentioned on the podcast, but we had the idea of potentially putting in a covered bridge. Oh, okay. Right. Got, how, it. But, Got it. But once Got you. It. Got it. Like, what's going to happen with stuff like that? You know? Right. Or whatever other to... cool stuff we want to do. Or if they start putting utilities up and down that or whatever, like right. that's, that's a potential problem. So we have right. to figure out how to protect ourselves from that potentially. And the only reason I'm concerned about that is because, you know, if it floods on both ends, is right. that going to be established as a right away for everybody on that road or whatever? Like, right. I, I don't know. I don't know if they even do that stuff anymore, but it scares me a little bit that we would have the only access not that we would like try to withhold that from anybody but that it could be an issue that they would seize it huh. um because we want to keep control over our farm and we don't want it cut in half by a public yeah. road you know? yeah 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 um i forget where i was going with that yeah me too um emily where were we going with that i have no idea no idea where you're going with that you don't pay attention i'm doing what are you doing you writing hello 17 times yep how many are you at now Probably like 150. Okay. Um, so, okay. So, um, oh, we were talking about uh, how, how legally how to start the business. Oh, okay. Or legalities of that. Well, no, I think we were starting about the, the plan going forward. So right. I was just talking about first step, which is that access road. The second thing we have to do is figure out what exactly we want to build. Because I need to know what kind of money we're looking at so that I can figure out how to finance the whole thing. So we have to get a better plan of what we're going to do. I mean, I think in general, the thought is we're going to do like the theme is going to be barn style. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking I'm thinking barn style from the outside, but modern on the inside. So mo- modern as far as like, um, so we, we've been to barn venues quite <laughs> That's never happened before. Uh, excuse me. Um, so we've been to plenty of um, barn venues in, in our, over the last couple of years, and um, a lot of them, a lot of them started out as obviously working barns, right? Um, and then throughout the years, they don't get used. They sit there, and then the owners are like, "Shit, why don't we turn this into a uh, into a wedding venue?" And then they redo the barn a little bit. So you can obviously tell, like. For example, two weeks ago we were at um, we were at a barn venue, and like our side where our DJ table was, it was literally the original wood, and like there were cracks and holes. Like we uh-huh. could see outside right. through these bars. But on the opposite side, there was brand new pine with black stainless steel railing and banisters and lights hanging and everything. And so it's it's like half done. And that's what a lot of them are. There's a couple. I think there's one out in Efrid, uh one in Lancaster somewhere that, um, that is completely new. And they have that barn style on the outside. But on the inside, it's, it's, it's just brand new modern wood, hardwood floors, laminate, uh, and things along those lines. So when we're thinking about the design... I think in general, we've decided on we're going to try to put a 125 space parking lot or above on the top of the hill. Okay. And then the barn, I'm going to call it the barn, right? Because it's going to be like a barn. And the barn is so that it it will fit aesthetically with everything else that we're trying to do with Meadowbrook. Uh, Along with the sunflowers and everything, I don't know, Levi, if you've seen the um, 
giant gourds we've been building? Uh, the little, the, like the hut thing? Yes. Big, yeah, mm-hmm. Well, we have, the first one is a cottage. The next one is one of our, it's it's a gourd. Basically with a jack-o'-lantern bottom and ghost head, you know those gourds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that, but 30 feet tall. And we're planning to build another 10 of those. We'll have about 15 by next year. So like, that's just picture opportunities and things to put in the sunflowers and stuff. But aesthetically, we want it all to tie together. So, sure. so having it on the outside appear as a barn yep. is, is what interests us the most. And as far as, like, I think we kind of have a unique challenge in this in that we want to be able to use the venue for some of Meadowbrook's events. Absolutely. To make them basically weatherproof. So right now we hold right. events in a big tent out. We have like a parade field kind of in mm-hmm. front of our building where we put up tents and have vendors and food trucks and everything. But we would like to have the ability to move that to an inside location, which would also be the venue when needed, and then have all the vendors and everything set up in there so that our our events become weatherproof. Uh, because right now, you know, rain would seriously hinder yeah. Yeah. our ability to do events. Yeah. And I think um, that was, um, that was, that was Ben's, like, that was his biggest thing. Like as soon as, as soon as we were talking about it, his, his, his only like m- demanding question was, could I have Meadowbrook events there? And I was like, Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, you give me the dates a year in advance and you're set. Like, that's it. So, yeah, I mean, that's all. So, we haven't lost an event to floods or rain yet. Yeah. We had about six or seven years ago one that we almost lost to rain, except the people were so crazy about the event that they waded through ankle-deep water to go (laughs) go buy all the courts. What was that for? Was that It was your... one of our first oop sales. Uh, our okay. our factory kind of yeah. seconds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we we had one of our biggest days in angle deep water for everyone and they didn't nobody cared. Right. They were just after everything. So But no one wants that for their wedding day, so we have to fix that. No, no, no. Day. I'm just talking about our interest in weatherproofing our events. Yeah, yeah, to for make sure. them. For I sure. mean, they're such big days for us now and rescheduling them. We haven't had to, but to reschedule that, you're almost looking at taking what is guaranteed to be a huge day into what is likely a flop. You know, right. Like, right. So, right. It's hard to reschedule a giant event like that, especially considering for where we are, we have to advertise. I feel like earlier than other people. Like, like if I want to see a reaction from advertisements, I have to start three weeks out, not the week before. And I think most people advertise real close to what. They want like whatever events happening, but people have to plan and, and, you know, plan to come out to our place, right. not come out on a whim. I think so yeah. to yeah. reschedule an event would be terrible. We don't want to deal with that. So do you think you'll get more of a turnout from, uh, a venue slash indoor type event? than you would from, from what you've, you've seen in the past at Meadowbrook for those? Not necessarily at first. Like, I don't think that in itself is going to be a draw. Right. But, I mean, all of our events are building, so I, it's it's hard to say. What I would Everything's assume growing. would happen in those events is that giving 
having a space that large, because right now you have a, a large factory and that has a retail store, but there's not a, a space where people can congregate or that you can put really much more. Right. They're almost bursting at the seams. But having an event venue like that gives you so much opportunity to build on those events. Because, you know, I, I took my niece uh, to the Pick Your Own Sunflower one weekend. Um, and I I think it would have been amazing to be able to go up and sit in a venue, listen to some music, eat some food, and enjoy that after picking sunflowers or before um, and make more of a day of it. And so I think it gives you so much more opportunity to, to grow onto those events. And that's, and that's, like I look at our summer celebration that we do every July, which for those who don't know, that's, we have our, okay, we have two OOP sales a year, and our OOP sales are kind of like our factory second sales, and they're a really big deal. Um, I mean, we draw hundreds, at least, of people and sell an insane amount of gourds. But for our, for our summer celebration that night, we also have beer. We also have um, a band. We have food vendors and everything. And so, like, people come and shop, but then they hang out, they drink beer, or they are welcome to bring wine or whatever, listen to the band, and, and just chill. Yeah. But that can highly be dependent on how the weather is. You mm-hmm. know, you're talking mid-July in PA. It could rain. It could be 100 degrees. You know, it, it could be 80 degrees, and the humidity could be unbearable. Like, all of those things we can factor out if we can do it indoors. Right. In, in some form. Okay. So. Here's an idea. I got it. I figured it out. Um, so we keep all those events and we keep the outdoor aspect. And when we have the venue, it's event outside. If they want to listen to music, but people on the outside don't want to listen to music, silent disco. (laughs) I don't think Meadowbrook is ready for the silent disco. No, you don't think. No, 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 I don't think we're cool enough for the silent disco. I'm trying. We're trying to figure out the right audience for that and i don't i'm not sure what it is yet it's definitely not the meadowbrook <laughs> audience okay so no i um it's perfect um and i'm not sure silent disco goes with live band right i think that kind of defeats the purpose we could i mean if you're going to listen to something through headphones you might as well just listen to the radio yeah we can't i don't know if we'd be able to hook up a band to our silent disco it'd have to be more of a like, come listen to this digital band. <laughs> but the nice thing is that most of the things that we need for our events are largely the same things you need for a wedding venue. You know, it's going to mesh really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Um, and I don't know. Did we? I don't know if we we talked about it on the podcast, but. Um, so obviously this would be a, this would be a full-time venture, um, from, from me and, and, and the Sparks Entertainment side, as well as the venue and Meadowbrook side. Um, and so, um, Emily's concern, uh, about this whole thing was. Well, I'm losing my front end developer. Right. So we, we have to do one of two things. We have to get Emily, Another front-end developer. Uh, Not yet, so don't send any resumes or crazy emails uh, our way. But um, so we... You could send them, maybe. 
Maybe if you're good enough. <laughs> Maybe she's going to replace you earlier <laughs> than you thought. I'm just kidding. Don't do it. <laughs> she wouldn't do that with me having a baby on the way. You wouldn't. Anyways, um, and then so she was like, um, what do I get out of it? And so Emily's getting a hot tub. That's right. That's what she wanted. So if Levi gets his venue, he has to buy and install a hot tub at my house. So I found this inflatable joint on Amazon for like $200. Uh-uh. So we're going to get her. <laughs> now you want like the two story, $3,000. I found you one. It was like around four grand. I think that's pretty reasonable for a venue. That's a lot of money. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So what do we, um, what's, what's the um, le- legality wise? What's the, what's the next step? We got to go to the bank, right? Is that, is that where we start or um, no, 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 you, you have to, we got to so figure we, out what we want to do. First, so we got right? so we, we have need to, to figure out a cost. We have to figure out what we want to do in a business. We got to do plan. a business. Yeah. A business plan around the cost, but until we can figure out what it's going to look like and start pricing things, I mean, that's really the next step that like come to a common agreement on what we want to do and then price it. So, so how does that work? Do we need to, do we need to like figure out, okay, so we, we want a barn. Do we have to figure out like how much all the wood's going to cost? And then we want all the lights and we have to figure out how much they want to cost and all this other things. Or do we, do we get a roundabout idea of that? No, what we do is we either find plans that are already made that we like somewhere and then have somebody tweak them. But if we found plans, we could probably pay for those plans, which probably aren't going to be that expensive. I mean, they're going to be expensive, but not crazy expensive tweak them to what we want and then get it bid out by our builders. Um, and then we also have to get all the other stuff kind of bid out or at least get an idea. So the major things we're going to need is number one, we're going to need a road, which I think the road is coming anyhow because we need access. So that might not even count towards, you know, as long as we can buy the property, the road's coming. We need the venue itself, so we have to get that building built, mm-hmm. which I could see anywhere from half a million to a million, depending on what we decide to do. We need the parking lot put in, and if that's not a couple hundred grand, I would be surprised. And we are going to need landscaping. Like, like professional landscaping is going to be a must to make everything the way because if we're going to do it we want to do it right as landscaping as far as like before it's built or like after and during after after it's built to get it up to the look and standards that we right. that we want to have right you know? we need the bushes i mean we're doing so much other and... stuff we we want everything to be pristine for sure well i mean you're probably going to want right for the landscapers to put in we're going to want a area where you could actually have the wedding outdoors if you wanted to. So yes. maybe you're talking, you know, mm-hmm. whatever those things are that the bride and group stand under to. Uh, we need an arc, yeah. which I believe, I think, I think Ben said he was going to build us one. I'm sure he would. Um, so but, so we're, we're looking, but that's all going to probably have to be professionally landscaped. I mean, we don't have that skill set in what we do to do that and keep it nice. So we'll probably bring somebody in to make it pristine would yeah. be my thought. And one right. thing that's a very Meadowbrook uh, philosophy is to make everything special. Yeah. Um, we don't so. do anything halfway. Right. For sure. 
Um, yeah, and we're gonna need. Um, I don't know if we. I don't know if we'd buy it or just rent it per occasion, but we'll we'll need like some sort of big outdoor tent uh, type deal um, that could hold like easily a hundred to hundred and fifty people. Isn't what? that what the venue is for? <laughs> Um, you know what? You're right. Never mind. You're absolutely right. Never mind. Because the venue's gonna have uh two and a half floors. The bottom floor will be for indoor ceremonies if the outdoor ceremony doesn't work, right? And then the That's possible the ma- okay. And then the main floor will be the main reception area. Uh, the most room for, you know, the round tables and the chairs and the dance floor and everything else we need to set up for the catering and everything else. And then the half will be a stainless steel, black finished polished staircase, spiral staircase that goes up to a loft area um, where we could both either have the groomsmen getting ready for the day of, so like some couches and a TV and whatever, or we could set that spot up for um, a photo booth permanently. <laughs> Sorry, just wishful thinking. I'm not saying no to anything yet, but yeah. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so that's the point. That's the point that I want to get to. When I come up with an idea so big that Brandon's like. No, that's going to cost too much money. Well, that actually didn't sound unreasonable. At no, all. and I'm not, I'm not like, um, <laughs> the venue's the dream enough, you know what I mean? So whatever, whatever it ends up being, I'm, I'm cool. Um, I think, uh, Justin said he definitely wants to have some sort of design input and I'm sure we'll get to that, uh, conversation someday soon. Um, but as far as the, the overall look and the aesthetic and the build and everything else, um, whatever we can make happen, uh, it's going to happen. So it's on a hill. So I'm assuming we could like maneuver like a basement area and then boop, boop, boop. Well, we could do a basement. I don't know. I mean, when you're talking about multiple stories, like, I don't know if you want the, when you're talking about the first floor that to be underground, um, no. You wouldn't want to have, if he's saying first floor for the actual wedding to take place, the ceremony, you wouldn't, you'd want windows for that. Uh, not necessarily. Um, because I, what, we're, what we're banking on is the ceremonies would be outside. We would only want, we would only want like the bottom level, the very, very bottom level of the venue to be um, used for like cocktail hour, um, potentially. And then if we have to need it to be for the ceremony, but everything else we're banking on the ceremony to be outside just because of the the scenic view and the property and everything else that it's on. Um, See, I I could see where I feel like to get the feel that we want, it's going to be hard to have two floors above ground. With the thought being that I just feel like it's going to be a lot better if the top floor is very open, right? You have two stories up, like the big ceilings and everything. You know, you want that. I don't feel like you want it to have eight or ten foot ceilings. I don't know. I could see, though, like putting in a basement's easy. So I could see putting in a basement, number one, for storage, for everything. 
you could put the dressing rooms and prep rooms down mm-hmm. there potentially. We need those. Um, you might even be able to do some sort of like food prep area down there with a service area up above in the main floor or so. I don't, I, you know, I don't know, but would it, would it be beneficial for us to like, and I, I don't know if like the, the actual builders of the, of the venue would do it, but would it, would it be beneficial to like hire somebody who like designs these things? You know what I mean? Like, like not an interior designer, but just like an overall, like an architect. Is that the right word to use? Well, or, either either we hire an architect to build it from scratch, or we find plans. Oh, right. You said for, earlier, you said for something right. that's similar to what we want, and then have an architect modify it. There's no way we get away without having an architect touch it, just because we're going to have different considerations for how the ground is around our spot and what we need to, you know, like there's going to be considerations that we have to take into account that where we do don't we- know about that they will. Where do we find those plants? Is that a Google search or is that just like I mean, an archive? I mean, you can find library? house plants doing that. I, I would imagine that you could find barn plant or like something, right. maybe not a wedding venue plan. Um, just like a... We can talk to our builders too because we have builders that we've used for almost everything on the farm right. for the last few years. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They might know a person. I, I, I don't know exactly, but... You can I would find imagine barn, <laughs> here we go. barn farmhouse style floor plans for venues on the internet. Yeah. So well, you're going to get to a point where you have to pay for the plans, obviously. But we would find something that looked like something we wanted, pay for it, and then pay our own architects or engineers to modify it is all it would be to meet our specific needs. Um. So do... Do you want to go undercover and go see what everybody else is doing as far as their barn venue plans? Or you just want to leave that up to me? No, I would love to go see some barn venue. I mean, I've been to some in the last few years, but to go out and actually look and inspect and think about them because, you know, I went and enjoyed a wedding and then got drunk. That's always the case. (laughs) So what Levi's asking us is, do we want to be assistants uh, as he DJs weddings over the next couple of months, uh, unpaid labor so that we can see venues. Potentially. Dude, I mean, f- I, uh, yeah. I mean, if we, um, if we're DJing at a, at a barn style place, I mean, you guys could just come out like quote unquote, help us set up, carry in a couple crates, walk around, see what's up and then leave. I mean, that's not a, I don't or I could crash the wedding and dance all night. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'll I'll shut up. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> um no, I mean um and I've and since we've been talking, I mean we've been to we've been to about three or four barnish style yeah venues and and Justin and I have been looking and we've been like oh we definitely need those lights and like oh we definitely need this and we definitely want to do this and we've been picking together bits and pieces and taking some pictures and trying to keep a mental note of where we've been and where we're going to go and, and everything else. But, um, it's, um, man, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. I mean, there's a lot I of mean, options, you, especially when you start from scratch, you can do anything. It's not like we're buying an old building and we have to refinish it right. and we only have this to work with. Like we're starting from scratch. We can make anything. So you, 
I mean, you've never... Have you ever done anything like... You've never done anything like this before. Because, I mean... Building a building? Well, I mean, because technically both... Like, both MP locations were technically there. Renovated buildings. Renovated. And then, I mean... MBG... Meadowbrook was... I mean, that was built, but that... I mean... To to be honest, I don't really get caught up in the, the details of these things, right? I have a functional understanding of the right. spaces and what they'll be used for. Right. I am the one who will determine the budget and how the money is going to be spent as far as the aesthetic details. That is not in my wheelhouse. I right. am not the person to do that. So I leave that to people with better judgment than me. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to fight with people over lights. So but what you're saying is you're I gonna have, have to fight with Ashley over life. So what you're saying is <laughs> I have a, I have a lot of work to do, and I need to woo the Miss Ashley. It's basically no, that. like with the Molly Pitcher new location, like I knew what was coming, and I saw things as they were being picked and everything. But my opinion doesn't mean that much because other people have a better eye for that stuff than me. I was very concerned about the budget and how much money we were spending and what our cash flow was and all of that. And that's yep. where my skill lies and that's where my interest lies. But I do not get tied down to all of those little things, which are it's super important. I just know I'm not the person to do that. So I yep. I keep my nose out of where it doesn't yeah, belong. Yeah, and I've, and, I've, and, I've, and I've told Justin that. I said, you know, Brandon's not, he's kind of the, I said, Brandon Benner, the mastermind's being, behind the whole thing but by god if they don't know anything about the wedding industry or how it's supposed to look or operate or do this or do that um so so and i know you had mentioned that um obviously this needs to be a um this needs to be so so i think you mentioned before this needs to be a family decision right obviously right. it's the property and the and the family name and the business and everything like that we're just kind of uh, coming into it um so you said i you just said i need to fight ashley about the lights so is that where i mean that's do just you, that's just in theory right you know? so do, so do you see them do you see like ashley and nathan or anybody else in the family like being involved in this whole in the venture or having a say or helping or doing what, you know what I mean? Or they just kind of maybe just agree to it and then sit back and see what, what, what we do. Okay. So it's my dad's land. Yep. And largely I expect it would be either his or Meadowbrook's investment or he would at least be behind the loans, right? So he's going to want to have his say, but his say is largely going to be around making it special. He's not going to let you do anything that he doesn't feel is going to be awesome. He doesn't do anything half-assed. He doesn't, there's no half measures, right? right, right. There's, there's got to be that. But, and I wouldn't see Nathan necessarily having really much to do with this at all as far as building it out and stuff. But I think Ashley will be interested and he will listen to Ashley as far as Who's aesthetics he, your dad? and how it should. Yes. Yeah. Because she's got one of the main eyes for Meadowbrook. Right. Um, she has good taste. You know, <laughs> so, so, and especially considering that this will also be used for Meadowbrook events. Sure, 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 sure. That's where that will come in. It's got to be the right look for us as much as it's got to be the right look for you. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so I would say Ashley's the one there. Um, maybe Mama Bear slightly, but I think Ashley and Mama Bear largely agree. So I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you're. I, I hear you saying. Got to get back on her good side. And well, you did just actually. If Ashley, if you're listening, he sent me an email the other day and said you get an A for Instagram. She does. She really. Yeah. She really cares about her grades. She's whenever. killing it. Picks on Hammer consults with them. Oh. Um, I I hear your size over there. No, no, like, no, oh, no, no, no. But, it's it's not it's not size in like a bad way. It's and it and it, it's not size like oh my gosh I'm going to do it's they um oh geez how do I how do I make this sound like it's a good thing um they weren't they weren't like negative size it was like it, I think I think that'll help because I I, I think I agree with Brandon in the sense that. I can come in and Justin and I can come in and we can be like, we want this and we want that and we want this and we want that. We want to look this way and that way. But at the end of the day, like this is still, this is still like a, a, a meta property. Well, I this would, is still an asset to, to that business. So we, you know, I, I think it'll work for everybody. Yeah. But I also think that having Ashley and Mama Bear on your side, helping with that one, he said, Ashley has good taste and she does. Mm-hmm. But two, um, if Ashley says this a specific type of light that might be a little bit more expensive is definitely what you need. Yeah, Ben's probably going to agree with that. So it can only work in your favor. No, and yeah, I for sure. And I think, and that I mean, I believe that um, she she understands that. But I think that everyone has a similar same vision whenever they say barn style venue. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And I think it's also important to have like, um, oh, how do I say it's in 2018? Uh, it's also important to have like that, that, uh, you can just say it a woman's, yeah, that woman's, woman's the woman's touch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause we're, we're not selling to me, me, you, Justin, Ben, Nathan, whoever's, we're not selling to us. We're selling to these brides. And if, if, you know, um, you know, Ashley's already been there. So, I mean, she knows and, and Justin, I know, but I mean, to have that, that, that woman, that bride's touch to know, like basically her vicariously living out, like, Oh, I wish my venue had these lights instead of this or did this instead of that. And I think that'll, that'll probably help immensely. In general, you shouldn't worry because we're not just looking to build any wedding venue. Yeah. Right. We're going to be looking to build the best thing that you can get in a hundred miles of here. (sighs) It's like, it, that's, that's the way we, that's the way we do everything. Like everything in our business is built to be cool, to be unique, to be a wow. You know, you walk into our retail store and the whole thing is meant to be impressive. Everything is meant to be impressive. And so this will be no different. If we're going to do it, we're going to do it right. Dude, I can't, I'm fucking like, it, it's like with that, with that mentality from like you and your family and like that mentality from like Justin and I and everything that we're going to do and what we are doing, like there's no, I told, I told Justin this the other day, I said, listen, I said, I said right now, I said, there's, there's a very small percentage, maybe 10 to to 20% of industry professionals and a very even smaller percent of the generic the general public who know Sparks Entertainment. I said there's an even smaller, probably even 50 to 60% of that percent who know Levi and Justin. I said with everything that 
this family is going to do for this venue and everything that we're going to do to incorporate our services and everything we do and our business <clears throat> and and everything else that we have to offer in conjunction with that i said everybody within a 100 mile radius of carlisle pennsylvania lancaster york harrisburg mechanicsburg uh, closer to s- south of just right across the border of Maryland, wherever those places are, they're gonna know your fucking name. I yeah, they're it, gonna know and, you. And and the side benefit is it's going to it's going to help Meta Records too. Yeah, you know, for like sure. Just just yeah. the people knowing the venue. They're gonna know um, who you are. I said they're gonna know you as not only the the visual operations department, whatever the fuck you want to call it, of Sparks Entertainment. They're gonna know you as Justin Horner, the the guy who owns a wedding event. Like they're gonna know who you are, and that and that and and that not not in like a, a cocky sense or like a like let's get famous kind of way, but it's just like in that sense that cool. There's there's this venue down here and these guys down here and they're building so old and they do this and these guys over here do that and this venue does this and well this DJ company does that and these guys do this and these guys are this much and that much. I said but nobody else. There's no one else. This is it. It's me and you. It's us and them and Meadowbrook and Brandon and Ben and everybody is like this is it. And if we can make it cool enough, we can book, I think, even from the D.C., Baltimore, Philadelphia areas to get people out. Like, I think if we make it cool enough, we can pull like there's going to be no problem booking it. We just have to build the right thing. You know, I I disagree in some capacity because a wedding venue, if you're if the people that they're going to be inviting are in D.C., that's quite the trek to come to a wedding without there also being some place to house those people overnight. I have traveled an hour and a half to wedding venues that are not anywhere near as cool as to what we're going to do. No, we've um, uh, Emily, I I half I half hearted agree with you. Um, I understand what you're saying. But we, we've been to so many weddings where um, about 75% of the family, and this is these are in Pennsylvania, and 75% of the family lived in New York. And they're here. And they're coming in. It's I mean, it's, weddings it, are special. And right. it's, it's you're going to weddings generally to people you really like and enjoy, part of your family or, or good friends or whatever. It's their day. And you make the extra effort yep. to, to be there. Like... That's just part of the deal with weddings. It's not like a birthday party. And I mean, <laughs> and I mean, and and some people that even Justin and I know they're they're getting married in in Mexico next year. People are flying to Mexico for their wedding, so I I, I mean that's you know if people are flying to Mexico. They're gonna they're gonna drive an hour to get to to our place. So, um, yeah, man. Um, I mean, if people come up from. Those areas, like, I talked to people at our last um, summer celebration that came out from Philly. They came out just to buy gourds and to listen to our band (laughs) and see our far. Like, so if we can pull that far for this stuff, I think for a wedding day, you can definitely pull from. Man, it's, it's, um, it's going to be awesome. Um, it's going to be, 
it's going to be, <clears throat> it's going to be a lot of work, but it, I think in the end it's going to pay off. And, um, I think we're going to, we're going to show, we're going to show up a lot of people. People are going to be pissed about this. Why are you going to be pissed? Well, well, I mean, as far as like, you know, I mean, as far as like just competitors, other people in the area and vendors and all those other things, like it's going to be, it's going to be one of those exclusive club. It's going to be a black tie underground that you need a a password to get into and they're not going to have that password. I mean, it's, it's going to be expensive. (laughs) It's what what it comes down to. Dude, but it's, I mean, like it's a fucking, it's from 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 september to october of every year it's a go- oh god it's it's like mm, the numbers are going to be outrageous but it, it's I, it's the it's we're not it's as my my best friend in the whole wide world gary vaynerchuk says we're we're not selling people a product we're selling them time we're selling them time that they don't have to meet with anybody else they don't have to meet with a DJ or a photographer or a video guy or whoever. And we already, I mean, we already have, we, we, n- not officially, but we, we, Justin and I already have a list of, of people that we can work with and make this happen to the extremes as far as other vendors and people we trust and that we want to bring in and that will, will single-handedly make the vision just uh, come true. So So I would see, the way I would see it working would be people would schedule to come in and they would come in and sit down with you or Justin or whoever you have working for you to to do that. And you'd basically have a catalog of the different things that they could get, right? You'd go through the catalog. Okay, these are your choices of DJs. And yeah, it sparks entertainment, but maybe you have the people listed out. You can pick one of these or whatever. Listen, you the other day said it the best. Uh, I'll let you get back to that in a second. But you said it the best. And I I said it to Justin. He couldn't agree more. If this is, if this is our place, this is sparks entertainment is who you need to hire. If you don't want to hire us, cool. We had a thousand dollars under your price. You bring in whoever you want. Nobody's going to pay an extra thousand dollars to bring in some Joe Schmo DJ. They're going to hire us because they, they're right. going to trust us. Not directly adding a thousand dollars, but they well, yeah, lose whatever. that out of the package and right. they end up, you know. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's right. a win-win The, the for package everybody. is set up to be less if right. you take everything. Yep. yep. And if you don't yep. take everything, it becomes more expensive. You're yep. buying things piecemeal. Yep. So, yes, you'd pay extra not to have. Yeah our preferred vendors. Right. And, but we really want to work with our preferred vendors. We want to get used to, you know, having everything coordinated perfectly. We want to work with people that'll, that'll have everything there on time. Like I've been yep. to weddings where things haven't been there on time. It's been, you know, it's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. It's a nightmare. You don't want that ever to happen. We, and, and the security, that's another thing that you're selling to people, right? The security of we've, we've worked with these people a hundred times and, and a hundred out of a hundred times they've had, they're shit here on time and ready to go for your guests. Right. You know? <laughs> and if, and if, and if we own most of it, like we, like, and I even told you, I'm like, Justin, we, we have to set up this equipment one time and then it's there for the seat. It's there yeah. for, as you know what I mean? We don't You'd have, have to, it built into the walls and everything. Like, right. It would we, be we can put installed. speakers, we can put speakers wherever we want. We can put up lights wherever we want and it's done. And like, it's going to give you a level of quality for your entertainment stuff that you can't get when you have to take a setup around with you to set up on the spot there. Yeah, you'll have a whole other additional level of quality that, that other people can't provide just because it's, it's a permanent installation. Yes. Yep. 
and even it and it's and that's i mean that's and that's the goal like we have that there we have all of our current equipment is just backups we have the we have the photo booth there permanently installed we have you know the, the cameras in the office we do whatever we need to do and everything's just there and then from september to october we provide the flowers for the ark and the tables and the bride and the grooms and everything else and we make up bouquets of sunflowers and baby lilies that we get from a local vendor oh i wanted to mention that and to it, you too what? so we're looking at expanding on the sunflowers like oh, not more sunflowers but so here's what we had people doing do it doing this year we had our first sunflower fest i think we got if i was going to estimate and this is a rough estimate and it might not be accurate but i think we probably had around four to five thousand people out for our first sunflower fest which is a phenomenal amount of people to have out and our that's farm. over two days over two days yep mm-hmm. what we ended up having people do people were picking the sunflowers but then they wanted to make bouquets so they picked our weeds <laughs> that looked like flowers. I mean, they're flowers, but they're weeds to us. Right. Why don't we grow more fall flowers so that people have more things they can come out and pick? I like the way your mind works. Like, why not have rows along the sunflowers of other cool stuff so that you can go through and pick too and yes. make? Yes. So, like, by the time that the that the venue opens in a few years, <laughs> hopefully... We we might have all kinds of shit in the fall that is just. Oh my gosh, you're going to keep expanding all these flowers. Where's the where are the gourds going to grow? Well, we have a 200 acre farm, and the most we grow with gourds is 30 acres. You know, wow. we got plenty. And the flowers, of room. the flowers, like we started growing sunflowers because they were part of our our crop rotation, mm. and just getting the right nutrients back in the soil. Right. And we grew them, and we. We didn't have any use for them, and people asked to pick them, and that's how the whole thing started. We just started saying, okay, well, we don't have use for them. Go pick them, and it turned into such a huge thing, Jeez. you know, just just being generous. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's one of those, and I've – God, I keep saying it, but I, I told Justin because we've talked about this extensively, and he he's, he's, he's ready, and so am I, but it's, it's one of those – it's – it's it's a series of happy accidents that just like I mean you guys did fucking sunflowers to to help your crops and your soil grow and now it's this phenomenon in Carlisle and now the venue's going to grow and then now the sunflowers have become this phenomenon and this just series of me and talking to Ben and you and everybody else involved and just and growing this thing and it's just it's 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 just finding the right people at the right time in this right place and and now it's 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 happening and we um one of our uh, a group of um a husband and wife uh photographers they're based out of york um that Justin and I have grown uh very close to um in the last year we we DJ'd a wedding that they were at um this uh last year it was either this year or last year and we've just been talking to them ever since and um they came out to help us this last weekend with some photography stuff that we needed and they're they have the same vision 
right? They they want to they they have a studio and they do photography and they want to open their own venue. They're they're in New York, so I mean they're they're not going to be um, out here. But um, when we were working with him uh, this last weekend um, in separate times, as Justin was off doing camera work with him and I was on my own doing this and DJ stuff. Um, Justin had mentioned it to him and then I mentioned it to him when I was alone with him later in the night. Um, that like, Hey man, like, um, you know, I know we talked earlier and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then, uh, I was like, we're, we're, we're probably getting a venue and just the, the, the mask of, of jealousy and the, <laughs> the, just the overall, like, <sighs> holy shit, these guys, these guys are getting a venue. We're not like it. You could see it on his face and it, it you know, and, and we love them and we're going to work with them. We're actually going down to their studio this week, um, to test out their cameras and, and play around with some stuff. But we, um, it, it's, it's still it's still that hard to believe aspect of life that just like there's there's guys out there like I said up in Harrisburg with a team of thirty and they're not doing this and 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 we are and 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 it's all thanks to you and 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 Ben and the family and everything else and um you know we're we're grateful for that and um and and we're real excited and it just it's one of those things where. Um, you know, we're, we're going to make it happen, but we both know that it's going to be a fucking, it's going to be a shit show as far as work goes. Like we're going to have to, we're busting ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this isn't, uh, like, Oh, here's the venue. Here's the keys. Here you go. Like, this is a, like, we're going to, we're going to need to hire like a company to make our website and all of our digital stuff and our, and our, (laughs) Yeah, I heard if you go to um, squarespace.com backslash um, some promo code and get like a free website or something probably for it. So. <laughs> I got the shoulder shrug. Um, no, but I mean, it's. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's insane. It's crazy. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Um Okay. Uh we're we're well over our our hour mark. Do you have uh, any other anything else to say or contribute uh to this to this um this dream come true? No, but we'll we'll keep everybody updated yeah, on how it sure. goes as we go. We're gonna, you know, and um, it's going to be a several year process, right? Yeah. We're in the process of trying to buy the land for the road right now and you know, everything's going to take time and money and so I'm whatever else. So so in in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm, and I'm thinking, fingers crossed for for 2021. What are you as as far as your professional? I mean, as far as like you know, like you just opened Molly Pitcher. How long that took? You had to put it off some time and all this other stuff. And your your professional experience. Where do you see this? Is that oh an accurate God. year? Okay. If we can buy the land for the road, the road will be next year, I would imagine. Yep. After that, that's hard to say. So Molly Pitcher was supposed to open 
so, in August of 2017, and we actually opened in July of 2018. It's about a year out. Well, that was a year late. Yes, yeah, I mean, there are obviously different circumstances. Right. Um, my best estimate would be three to five years from right now in that range. So 2021... Well, three years would be after kind of wedding season for 2021. But three to five years would be my estimate right now. Like if I was going to give you a good solid estimate, I think we could do it in three to five years. All right. Is my is my feeling. So well, end of 2021, beginning of 2022. Would, would I, I would say would be ish, the earliest yeah. time frame. Yeah. I want to uh, give a deadline of 2021 because I just really want a hot tub like now. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm trying to be realistic. You know, everything you, everything takes longer than you think it's going to take. Yeah. Really, I mean, if we had if we had the land and we had the money, there's no reason it couldn't be done in a year. Right. But we don't have the land and we're going to have to borrow the money and we're going to have to figure all that out. And so I'm saying 3 to 5. Yeah, and um that's um let's uh I'll I'll talk to you about that later, maybe in a, in a, in a um, further episode. But um, for right now, um, this is it. It's happening. Uh, look out. The unofficial name, uh, we're probably going to call it the Barn at Meadowbrook. Um, that's just kind of what we're we're throwing around. Maybe something else. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um, let's, uh, let's wrap that up. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. It's been another episode of the Blasted Business Podcast. Thank you for for sticking with us through our hiatus. Um, as entrepreneurs, we're all kind of busy, as you can tell, um, with our current businesses and uh, ones we're trying to build, um, literally from the ground up. Um, so uh, have a good night, everybody. Thank you. My name is Levi. Thank you for listening. Emily Bear, say goodbye to the people. Goodbye. And Brandon. Never. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks. Thank you.